announcement for you and i need to put the echo on this for this announcement now i'm actually unemployed and uh maybe give an air horn for that maybe a couple air horns let's see um boom boom air horn nice get another one dj air horn unemployed hey and i sound cool about it like like you know like whatever i don't have a job but low-key let me turn that echo off to get serious not even low-key high key i i don't know how to live my life without a job and i sit in the car going to the store and i'm driving the store and i'm like dang uh i just bought groceries but I don't got no money where's all this money coming from you know and i kind of missed the job and everybody's a little surprised that i got fired you know because i did my job but i probably did my job too well because the reason i got fired is because i fell asleep in the bathroom from working you know working too much i guess and um that's the sad reality of it don't your parents always say hey man take care of your sleep always sleep always make sure you get enough sleep and i was like yeah dad whatever you're old y'all need the sleep you know but yeah don't undermine your sleep man because you could do some dumb shit like that and be a good worker and still get fired because it uh you know um abandoned policy it uh, obstructed policy. I don't know. I broke policy. So here I am sitting, hoping to make money from this podcast. So uh, please listen. I should drop like merch or something. I should drop some merch. If I drop some merch, it's going to be a small amount and all the profits would go, you know, to me not having a job, but not for long. You know, I miss some things about the job. My girlfriend told me that, that, uh, some people were like, what? Why do you, how do you get fired? What? Oh my God. And also so there was people that say they miss me. There was one guy. Oh, he's such a great guy, man. He's such a good guy. His name is fucking, uh, should I even out him? Well, I'm not going to out him. He's, uh, he's an African man. He's from Ghana and he is the most the most the nicest man the most compassionate man you could ever meet from africa and that you know what that's how i think all africans are just compassionate like hey my brother my brother yes every time i see him i'll be like oh out of him <laughs> didn't mean out him uh every time i see him I'm like yo what's up we used i used to say his name to him and he'd be like yes my brother my brother how are you how are you doing and you know what that filled me with joy man I just love to see other people happy, man. And it just makes me happy, you know? But he was the most compassionate man. He did his job. 
He said, I, I didn't know much about him. My girlfriend talks to fucking everybody. I don't talk to fucking anybody. But my girlfriend talks to everybody. He's, he's fucking, he moved here from Ghana and he's working and sending money back to Africa. And you know what? When you're a nice person and then you're doing nice shit, it's like, ugh. You know, it makes your heart fucking melt. And it's like, damn, bro, you're just out here trying to make a living. Ugh. And you just think, damn, am I even a good person? You know? Damn, I should come from Africa. But, you know, I'm not, I'm probably not even African. That, you know, I've learned so far. I'm not, I'm not African. I'm like Native American and some shit. I mean, everybody's from Africa, so quotations, I guess I'm African. But, you know, I'm more Spanish than African, I guess. But I used to think all Africans were just as nice as them. And there's a lot of Africans that are as nice as them. But I went to Maryland. All right. I went to Maryland. And I found out how the club Africans act. And club Africans ain't compassionate working at it, working at their job, sending it back to Africa. Maybe they are. But when they get into the club, maybe they're they're a different person. But uh, I went to a club in Maryland and the Africans is thirsty, bro. And you know what? I kind of thought this because my sister told me there was Africans that that just, you know, just just they're touchy and they're they're aggressive about when they want a woman and shit. And you know what? That's straight out of Africa because Africans are like, I if I see you, I own you. I see you, you look into my eye, I own you, I own you, and, well, that's how, that's how they operate over there, so, you know, fuck it, I don't know what to say that, <laughs> that's just so weird to me here, it's like, you know, you give everybody your space, you know, and if you want to interact with a woman, you go up and interact, but, oh my god, you just go up and say, yo, I want you, you are mine now, and it's like, but you're not but I'm not yours yet. I don't need to put in any work. You are mine now. Ah, uh-uh, you are mine now. And it's like, I don't know. This, it's just the way their brain works is weird to me. Anyway, the fucking African. Oh, it was the smoothest shit ever. Okay. I was, I was under the influence. Okay. We had, you know, I, I, we went with my girlfriend's sister. So, you know, things were free. So I indulged, you know, a little bit too much. And we are outie. We got it. We out of there because shit was getting too crazy. Somebody got knocked out because he was wilding out in the parking lot by security. So we got knocked out. We already heard him yelling and talking crazy. And we were like, oh, well, it looks like security is handling it. And guess what? Security handled it. But, you know, shit had to go. So we had to get out shit was going to shit was hitting the fan it was beyond the fan it was it was past the blades and we had to get out of there so we're leaving and the, oh the africans is already already all up on the women and stuff and the woman like get off and he's like oh, i try another one ah uh-uh, you think you think i done i try another one and i'm like okay i'm like dang these niggas well they ain't they ain't bother me yet but it was only a matter of time it was only a matter of time. So we're leaving the club. We're out. We, we're done with the club scene. 
we're out of there and we're walking to uh we're we're walking to go out out the door and it's my girlfriend her friend and me in the in the back i'm in the back and there's an african guy sitting right right at the doorway he's sitting right at the doorway and um he lets my girlfriend and my friend pass and and i gotta give it to him bro he oh it was the smoothest move i've ever seen in my life bro and africans they just know all the moves oh yeah you oh you with your girl nah bro nah you not with your girl she's my girl and i'm gonna show you she's my girl so as they pass my nigga standing at the doorway fucking slides in front of me slides in front of me to block me from my the friend and my girlfriend and he's doing some fucking african dance behind them fucking trying to touch them and shit he's doing some fucking african dance like that fucking head bob shit and i'm like what the fuck and i'm trying to get past him but that nigga that nigga's pretty brolic i'm not that brolic okay so he walks he goes past me and i'm reaching over I don't know. Oh, my God. I look so bitch. I look like such a bitch. I was reaching over trying to. I don't know what I was trying to do. Grab him. I was trying to. I, actually, the club was packed. So I was trying to get past him. But I couldn't. And I was like, yo. And all that time that I'm trying to get past. I'm like, yo, this nigga. That was the smoothest shit ever. I should have just pulled him aside. Say, hey, man. That was pretty smooth, bro. Uh, teach me your ways. But, you know, I'm in the moment. I'm trying to get past him. And he's fucking touching her friend and shit. I'm like, ugh. This, ugh, ugh. He's sitting there touching her. Like, it. He, she's going to turn around and be like, oh, my God. Hi. How are you? Are you, Were you the one touching me? Oh, my God. My name's what my name is because I'm not going to out everybody. But my name is this. And uh, I need your number, like, now. That's not how it works, bro. You pull them to the side. You become their friend. Okay? everybody's not a one hit or quitter you know after the fact uh i finally get past them and they can't leave out that exit they were trying to go to so they have to turn around and there's that nigga talking to them say hey girl what's your name how you doing what's your name and they're like yeah i don't want to talk to you and they're passing him and then he approach and then i'm there to see if they're all right and then he approaches me and he's saying Oh, uh, I saw you following me. He says, uh, yeah, you, you went in front of me and my girl. And he was like, I saw you following me, bro. And he daps me up. And then he like fucking like locks my hand so I can't leave. He said, I saw you following me, bro. That's funny. I saw you following me. And all he kept saying was, I saw you following me. I saw you following me. Yeah, bitch. I know the two people that are in front in, in front of you. I'm trying to get to them and make sure they're all right. You African rapist. And he's locking my hand. And I said, and I said, bro, like they were in front of you. I was just trying to get to them. I think he was trying to start a fight. But honestly, I'm not a fighting guy. You know, like I wasn't going to fight him unless he hit me first. Then I would have to fight him or get fucked up. Who knows? You know, I've been working out lately. So, you know, mess with me now. I wasn't I, w I was just skinny last time. So was I working out? Oh, wait, I was working out. I probably could have beat him. I probably could have got him. Hit him with some, some ninjutsu I learned from YouTube. But, um, 
I don't know why I keep ending up in clubs, though. Like, I know damn well clubs are not my scene, but I always end up in one, and I'm tired of being in clubs. I hate clubs. It's too, the music's always too loud. And somebody's like, yo, put put them cheeks up. Yo, yo, shorty in the back. What's your name? He's fucking macking on the mic. Like, bro, just play the music. And I, I hate when my music is interrupted. I hate when my music is interrupted. I don't even listen to club club music, per se. I listen to, like, R&B and shit, you know? So when the music is, like, right in my ear, it's, I'm just like, oh, I'm out of it. Like, nah. That's why people get drug, get all drugged out and go to clubs. Because it's not fun if there's no drug. If there's no drugs, it's not going to be a fun time. Who wants to hear a speaker in their ear 24-7? Some people do. Some people don't even know why they're at the club anymore. They just end up there. And that's why people be getting... That's that's why that's why the only way to have fun in the club is to do drugs. Okay? So y'all can have that. Y'all can do the drugs at the club. I'm going to be at home, listen to music in my headphones. Like a human being. Oh, I just remember a story about drugs. <laughs> I used to have... Oh, man. When I went to school, I used to have this kid. He was like one of our newest friends. We had a friend group, okay? It consisted of uh, two girls and me and my broski. And then some outside people that periodically came in, you know, and hung out with us. They were cool, too. But, you know, the gang, the four people gang, it was too strong, okay? But he was one of the newest outside people that we knew okay and um he he was kind of a weird kid he was like everybody want to be a fucking rapper but i was like he was okay you know everybody's trying to be a rapper because this is the era when rappers were just like you know like rap was so easily accessible if you knew it to rhyme something if you knew it to rhyme something guess what you're a rapper hey Fat cat in a hat sat on a mat. That shit was whack. Boom, I'm a rapper now, see? And that's how rap is created. Now That's how rap goes now. Anyway, he was one of those rappers. He was alright, but, um... But, you know, he was trying to be a marketable rap guy. Now, he didn't have much skill. So, he was one of our newest people in the friend group. And he was a little weird... He was just very, very like, you know, out there doing things. And he was, um, he did a lot of like, actually, I don't remember much about him, tell the truth. He did, he made rap music. And then we, we, we got cool. Like we got, we were getting, we were on the steps to getting cooler and cooler. I used to go over to his house like a fucking lot because I didn't want to go home for some odd reason. I didn't want to come home. So I, uh. Hung out at his house, and I would play, like, we would play games, and then he would, I would sleep on his, like, other bed that he had for me and stuff. Shit was cool. But, um, eventually, I learned that he, oh, yeah, he used to sell weed. Yeah, he used to sell weed and stuff. So, he used to sell weed, and I was like, weed, whatever, like, everybody has weed, like, wherever they do, wherever they have weed. 
if you're a seller, if you're a dealer. And he eventually I found out he has more than weed. Hmm. He never brought it out around me. But he definitely he 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 definitely seemed he seemed like a kid that did more than weed or had more than weed. Uh but there was one moment where I where he was, you know, just hanging. We were just texting, yeah. We we were already like real cool and we were just texting each other. So we were texting and he te- we're texting about like drugs. You know, we're texting about drugs. I'm just telling him I'm just asking him like what what drugs do. I don't remember. We were talking about drugs. And a point in the conversation we start talking about cocaine and I'm like and I'm talking about like yo cocaine like ruins lives, bro. It's a terrible drug. And like I heard every I heard from from this to that that people doing cocaine and it ruined their family, it ruined generations of families. And he's saying like no no it, it Tell it has, but you know, you just have to know how to control it. And then my eye went, Rrr. I went, Rrr. Rrr. like Scooby Doo, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you, what do you mean it, it, uh, it, it's cool, it's cool, like it doesn't ruin people's lives, or what are you saying to me? And he was like, yeah, no, it, it can ruin lives, but you know, it's it, you know, if you can control it, it should be fine. And I was like, um, okay, how so? How do you, how do, where did you get this knowledge from? Where, where have you acquired this knowledge? And he, uh, he's talking about, yeah, I have a little bit of stuff, you know, I have a little bit of stuff and, um, uh, I, I, I could do it and not be addicted. I could show you. I'm like, what? You're going to do something. You're going to do cocaine and then tell me and then show me how it doesn't ruin your life right now <laughs> in the moment after you sniff the cocaine it doesn't ruin your life right then and there yeah it doesn't ruin your life right then and there okay so this man proceeds he says hey hey i'm going to do it really quick and i'm going to show you and i'm going to show you that i I'll, i would be fine and um honestly it could have been fake but this man sent me a video of him doing cocaine and he just letting you know that's the last time I went to his fucking house and um he sent me the video he he had the bag he waved it around look look it's uh cocaine and it could have been fucking salt or something you know but if you're gonna joke about doing cocaine and tell me how it's fine maybe you know maybe I shouldn't be there with you because maybe you could find real cocaine and be like, you know what? That's probably fine, too. But he's shaking the bag of salt, cocaine, whatever. And uh, he pours it on the desk. And he fucking, like, goes, he fucking stiffs it. And he's like, see, I'm quite all right. And I was like, oh, well, I'm convinced. Cocaine doesn't ruin lies. The more you know. Little did I know. We stopped being friends for some odd reason. And, um. We see him walk around and mind you, his body, his, let me tell you about his body, his tone, his tone of body, like his structure, his body structure. So my son, little thick, he was a little thick kid. He was younger than me. I think he was in his twenties. He was 20 and I was like 21, 22. And my son is like, my son was, was a little Aki, you know, he, he definitely worked out when he woke up in the morning 
And, um, you know, that was his body, that was his body structure. And, uh, as we didn't become friends, as we, our friendship, you know, grew weaker, I guess, <laughs> I don't know how to speak. Uh, he, we see him walking around the school and I'm noticing my son isn't that Aki anymore. He isn't that brolic anymore. Uh, what's going on here? And he got really, he got like, maybe, maybe he went to a new diet, you know, maybe he was doing more cardio and he lessened his, his muscle, his, his, you know, he was on a new diet plan. He slimmed down. Maybe, you know, he didn't want to be too thick anymore, you know, but also maybe, maybe he started doing that cocaine a little more often. And, um, all I want to say is you're wrong. You're wrong, guy. It does ruin lives, all right? And you know what? It kind of made your life better. If you think about it, uh, you used to be brolic and Aki. Look, you're you're slim now. You're probably, you could probably run faster. You probably, you know, you pro being thick is annoying sometimes, you know? Being thick is annoying sometimes. Sometimes you just want to be slender so you could, you're more aerodynamic. Let's say, let's say that he was doing insanity or something now yeah he's doing insanity and he slimmed up a little bit that's what i'm hoping happened but you know it's a strong possibility that after you showed me you did the cocaine and then you come back to school skinnier and skinnier every day maybe it's not maybe shanti's not helping you out maybe it, maybe it's that white girl that little white girl in your in the bag is helping you out, you know, and that's like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. I never seen that in real life, but I witnessed it. Yeah, some shit you see on TV. You don't think about. I saw that TV show about this kid. He used to be fat as fuck. He did cocaine. He was the skinniest thing ever. And you know what? It kind of improved him. He looked more attractive, but, but, I doubt that you know. I didn't see, like, he's he was running from the police, though. You know? He was probably doing crimes and shit to get more cocaine, which was a problem, you know? So, you know, still ruined a life. But it made you look better, you know? it's There's always drawbacks to these things, you know? There's always drawbacks. But, yeah, man. You know, do a little cardio or something. You know, do a little cardio, do a little cocaine. However you get fit. You get fit. You feel me? All you need, all you need, you know, wh wh whichever route you take to get fit, you get fit. You know, these fucking Instagram, these Instagram commercials of people saying that you can, the way you eat or something like, uh, what, what do they say? They say, um, fucking, they say thinking hard. I'm trying to have a brain blast. Uh, oh, God. What the... F I just had it. What the hell? My brain is, like, deteriorating every day. I think about things, and then they disappear within milliseconds. I need to play, like, Brain Age or something. Um, They talk about how, you know, sometimes you're not doing... You're not doing the right thing. Like, like... Like, the whole thing with insanity was, if you do the same workout every day, you don't get brolic because your muscles get used to the workout. And you know what? That holds some weight. 
But also, if I do push-ups every fucking day, you know, it'll probably slow down. Like, I'll probably, my body, my muscles will probably get used to the push-ups. But if I keep going harder and doing more push-ups and stacking on the push-ups, I'll get brolic, you know? You'll get brolic. But these things are saying, yeah, you're not, oh, yeah, 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 it's something about you're not the right body type. If You're not going to get, you're not doing the right workouts for your body type. And you know what? Like, what? (laughs) What? Honestly, every formula is the goddamn same. All right? You eat, if you're over 180 pounds, I believe, I'm 180 pounds, and I'm not eating nearly enough food. Because I don't have that type of appetite. People be eating 10 fucking, 10 burritos back to back. And they're like brolic as shit. I'm like, yuck, yuck. I can't eat that much food. But I'm supposed to be eating 2,500 calories a day. I eat about 1,500 a day. And that's to maintain your weight. If you're trying to lose weight, you eat 1,500 and then you'll get skinnier. But some of these things are like, you're not doing the right workout for your body type. You know, if you're slim, if you're slim thick, you have to do a different workout for that. And I don't know how much weight that holds because, honestly, everybody just tells me, hey, man, if you're this weight, you work out hard, and then you eat this much calories, you're going to get brolic. And make sure you eat, you drink protein after you work out, you know? But, um... I forgot where I was going with that. Oh yeah, some of the some of these things are like are are like really good. They're like, hey, like that guy that was a Hollywood. He claims he's a Hollywood uh Hollywood uh trainer, and he says I made these guys' bodies great, and I can show you how to too with intermediate fasting. And you know what? He just gave you he just gave you a tidbit of information right there on how to get brolic. Uh, intermittent. intermediate fasting and you know what you don't you actually don't even need all these things i have i have insanity all right but i'm probably wasting my money but insanity virtually is they give you there's actually workouts i've never even heard of in there he's probably making up his own shit on the fly yo do it do this jump on the floor real quick i'm like jump on the floor how do you jump on the floor um, but essentially you can watch all of these Instagram things and just take tidbits of what they say. And they're trying to hold back information. You know, you got to pay for stuff in order for you to, to get the body that you want. And they're trying to make you pay for things. But honestly, they give a lot of things in the little commercial in the little 30 second commercial that they, they, uh, give you on Instagram. You know, you just take a bunch of those, those guys's. Uh, information that they give you like intermediate fasting and uh some one time he put a whole video up like a whole video of him him doing his daily routine just look do his daily routine every day and you'll get brolic just do what he did that day every day for the rest of your life would be annoying but i mean like you know you'll get pretty brolic oh he showed oh yeah i eat this i i don't eat until like three o'clock and everybody doesn't have that schedule. But I mean, like, if you have the schedule, you know, just do what he did. And then he was at 8 o'clock. Oh, it's, see how late it is? And I'm eating a Reese's cup right now. He probably ate one Reese's cup. 
Because if you eat two, that's too many carbs. But he ate one Reese's cup. And he said, see, I get to eat what I want when I, when I, when I want to. And we're like, okay, bro. You're too brolic for that. You know? But, um, yeah. Like, just take a bunch of tidbits of information and um, just get brolic off of that. You know? Take tidbits of information from real people, too. You know? I've been texting, you know. I've been texting Lucky Day lately, you know, whatever, you know, we friends and shit now. I'm sorry, have you heard of Lucky Day? The best artist in my in my music arsenal right now? He's putting out that heat? Like, I really want to play his music on the thing, but I'm not trying to get motherfucking copyrighted, bro. So, you're not going to hear it, but I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know, man. Y'all missing, if you haven't heard of him, you're missing out. If you have heard of him, how fire is he? How much good music he make? He makes a lot of good music. He actually won a Grammy for "Roll Some More," and honestly, that wasn't even my that wasn't even my favorite song by him. "Roll Some More" wasn't even my favorite song by him. Uh, immediately, you know, it wasn't immediately my favorite song by him, but um, it grew on me because I listened. To his other songs, like Real Games, Real Games, I can listen that 50 times on repeat all day, every day, all the time, and I don't care. I I love that song so much, and um, apparently he has another album coming out, and that could be fire, but he, won, oh, he went gold, and he got a bunch of Grammy nominations for uh, Roll Some More, and apparently... He was he was about to give up on music after that. How could you make something that beautiful and be like, you know what, man? This is the last one, y'all. Let's go all out. That's probably what he did. He said, this is the last one. Let's go all out. And you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. If you're going to give up, bro, give up with a bang. Give up with a bang. You know? So you, you put those nice sultry violins on the end. And you put um the fucking... Um, I don't know. You just, you just make, you just make good music. You put some instruments in a song for me, bro. I'm listening. I'm going to listen. That's my weakness. But yeah, Grammy nominations, all well-deserved. I don't know which Grammy nominations they were though. Wait, let's look it up really quick. I get to see what, what Grammy nominations he got real quick. My son, lucky day. He got four Grammy nominations four at the 62nd Grammy Awards, including Best R&B Album Debut, Painted, bro. Painted is heat. I listened to that a million times. And on, oh, he opened for Khaled on his Free Spirit Tour. Lit in New Zealand? My son. Uh, it took him so long, though. Dang. Apparently there's a there's a scene out there. There's a scene out there of him singing um him singing at a fucking uh American Idol and he I don't think he made it. Oh my god, bro. We didn't even know. We had no idea he was going to be the best singer in the world. Bro. Oh my god. It was on season 4. How far did he make it? 
Oh, he looks so weird. He looks like a child. Uh, who's David Brown? Oh, his name is David Brown? That's weird. One of the first to find out was local boy, David Brown. Dave, what's up, man? David Brown, no. Why, why do you want to do this? Come on, you don't need this trouble in your life. You know, singers get picked on all the time. I follow my heart. This is where my heart is right now. This is where my heart really? is right now. He's, he was smooth okay. for life. Take your time and just give it 24 7 smooth. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. Change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. The best wow. I have heard since we've been doing this the fourth season. That was really, really, <laughs> really good. Yes. Wow. Great first song. You are really good. Who knew he really could make fucking music, first? though? 100%, yeah. From Simon? 100%, yeah? I love. Everything about you. Right, great. Yep. Dude, she's right. The real ones, they don't need to do nothing but sing, man. And you did that. You got a natural gift. Dude, you blew it out. It, it looks like you've got a unanimous. You're going Hollywood. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. David Brown. David Brown. Yeah. My son, David Brown. I'm not even going to call him Lucky Day no more. He's David Brown. Let me write that down so I don't forget that. Should I text him that? <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm not texting Lucky Day. He has a fucking community text. You know? And it's probably a mass text to everybody. It's the same fucking shit to, for everybody. Oh, yeah. He texted, what's your sign? He thinks he only got women on there. I don't care about that sign shit. What's your sign, girl? You know? He's like, hey, no, I'm just out here. He's just such a smooth-ass nigga, bro. And you know what? That's why he's my favorite artist right now forever you know probably forever if he still make if he keeps making music to the degree he's making music he's gonna be the guy he's gonna be my son forever you know so um yeah fire grammy nominations wow F four grammy nominations best r&b album painted yep best r&b album i listened to the ep i listened to the ep okay and then I listened to Painted. I listened to the EP. Then I listened to Painted. And you know what? It blew the EP out of the water. You know? Sorry. Oh, man. Yo. Ugh. Nothing gets better than people's first album, though. Ugh. I just... Hopefully, take. don't let fans just... I, he's, he's, he's getting super famous now. But don't let fans let you, make you put out your music too quick, man. Take your time on that shit. Do what SZA's doing. SZA is not gonna hand just hand out her music, you know. She is not handing out her music out there, and she said she's trying to not let the fans, uh, make her like put out her work so quickly. But we're all we're all sitting there in our fucking seats at the edge of our seat. We ain't sitting back for nothing. We waiting on that SZA album. Speaking of Grammys, I just remembered. 
it's got to be the most disappointing, disappointing, best rap album Grammy ever in life, okay? Who remembers when fucking Macklemore and Ryan fucking Lewis won best rap album of the year? Won best rap album and got a Grammy for it. Everybody was like, what? Macklemore? Oh, I don't even remember the lineup, bro. Oh, let's look that up, bro. I don't even remember the lineup. I think the lineup made people angrier. Was it Macklemore? The lineup definitely made people angrier. I don't care. I don't care about the controversy. I want to see the whole shit. Oh, let's see the fucking whole shit, bro. Oh, fucking ads. Kendrick. Oh, yeah, Kendrick was on there, too. He got robbed. And you know what? I definitely, I don't be, be agreeing with that shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's see the lineup. Oh, my God. I got to pause it, bro. I'm not even ready. I'm about to get angry all over again, bro. 21 Pilots won? Best pop duo? I didn't, I didn't listen to their whole album, but I listened to their, um, I actually enjoy their songs. Anyway, let's not get sidetracked. I'm just ready to be angry all over again. Best new artist. Oh my God. Kendrick was fucking, fucking miles ahead of fucking Macklemore and Brian Lewis. Fuck out of here. All right. Let's see what the lineup is. James Blake. He's the feature god. It's feature on everybody's song. Kendrick Lamar. This was the prime. This is prime Kendrick, bro. Oh yeah, I know. I know when. I know when Macklemore and Ryan Lewis came on. I said, "Yo, I do like that song. I like that one song they had. They had an album. Wait, they had an album. That's crazy. Hmm. I didn't know that, but." I did like that thrift shop song. Yeah, that thrift shop song was fire, man. That was great. I love that beat. Oh, man. They're not going to win, but, you know. You know. Like, they make good. They, they probably make good music, you know? Casey Mus. Where's she at, huh? Where'd she go? Ed Sheeran, where are you at? No, I'm joking. He made that song? And the Grammy goes to? Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. What? And Ed Sheeran got robbed too. Are you serious? My son was making fucking bop. And he was a new artist here? Wow, that's crazy. He was, how long ago was this? Seven, was it seven years ago? Wow. Ed Sheeran was a, a new artist seven years ago. Wow. James Blake. Honestly, I don't. I never listen to James Blake regular stuff. Does he have regular things? Or is he just featured on everybody's songs? I just know him by being featured on everybody's songs. And where's Casey Musgraves? You don't even have a marketable name. Musgraves. Anyway, this is... This was complete highway robbery. Uh, and Kendrick definitely deserved that. And probably even Ed Sheeran definitely deserved that. Like, never been so pissed off in my life. 
from somebody getting a fucking Grammy. And I don't even I don't even watch the Grammys. I can't, I walked in on my grandma and I heard Kendrick Lamar and I was like, oh shit, Kendrick Lamar? Yo, my son, he's winning out here. You know? Kendrick Lamar was a new artist seven years ago. He's so old. I'm so old. I'm so old. Bro, I'm so old. He was a new artist seven years ago. You just gotta ponder on shit like that sometimes. Cause it's like, dang, dang, how you not, how are you not rich and famous yet? Or just rich or just famous, you know, I'm waiting on it, you know, I'm waiting on it, shut up, but yeah, ugh, just the most infuriating thing ever. Some would say it was, you know, a little racista, you know, how he went. I wouldn't say that, you know. Because I, I think, I think, you know, that's not the first thing I think of. I think it's, oh, they just don't believe in him yet. But some would say, some would say it's a little racist, you know? And they just didn't, they just didn't believe in him, man. I don't know how you could believe in him. Swimming Pools, uh, Good Kid Massey was a great album. Swimming Pools, okay, this guy had Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Swimming pools, fucking uh, backseat freestyle. Sing about me. I'm talking about singles though. And sing sing about me came out after, after the album was out already. I think backseat freestyle came out when that before you know after the album was out too though, uh, as a single. But, you know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't into him like that much. My friend told me, yo, listen, listen again. Yo, you think, you think you want, you don't like it, but listen again. And I listened to it the first time. I was like, nah, whatever, whatever. I don't know. I don't know about this guy. And my friend was like, hey, and he was fucking Spanish too. My son believed in him. He said, hey man, hey man, I'm gonna need you to listen again. I need you to listen again to this guy's album because it's, Cause it's peak rapping. It's the pinnacle of rap, and I was like, "Whatever, I'll listen again." And bro, I don't know what happened on the second listen, but it changed my life. It changed my life. This album is forever a classic, right behind um, "To Pimp a Butterfly." "To Pimp a Butterfly," I can I can turn it on at any song, or I can listen to the whole album again. I can listen to the whole album again. Anytime I put it on. Anytime I put it on, it will be listened to. The whole album will be listened to. Because it's that great. It's that good of an album. You know? He just has so many hits on there. And I remember I came out and I was... I really liked it. Maybe it's because it was Kendrick. I was like, yeah, I'll probably like this. I'll probably like this in the future. But... It's because I already realized he was the GOAT in training, bro. He already, we we were already ready for what he was trying to give to us, you know? So, you know, that's what, he, that's, he, he said what he was bringing to the table. He said what he was going to bring to the table and he brought it to the table. And guess what? Now he's getting Grammys left and fucking right, bro.
You can't stop them from getting Grammys. And Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are up for a nomination for the Grammy. And then Kendrick is also up for a nomination for a Grammy. Where are them niggas? Where are Macklemore and Ryan Lewis now? Kendrick's still an artist. Where's Macklemore and Ryan Lewis? They still putting out music? No. Putting out music about Thrift Shop. And then he had some other song. What was the... They had another single. I don't even remember. Like, who remembers any singles of, of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis? Who's a Macklemore and Ryan Lewis fan? Oh, my God. The best rappers in life is got to be Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, man. That's high on my on my favorite rapper list. Oh, yeah? Show me. Yo, I want somebody to comment under under the podcast or comment somewhere. Somewhere tweet me. I don't give a shit, okay? Tweet me that you're a Macklemore and Ryan Lewis fan. Please. And tell me if they're still making music because I'm not going to look that up. I don't care. But if they still exist, tell tell me about it and tell me how what's your favorite songs and why you like them. And I'd probably listen to them, just to tell you no, they're not, <laughs> they're not as good as the Grammy said they were. You know, racism, racism. On the, on the topic of racism though, I remember, I remember when I first encountered racism. It was gaming. But you know what? Gaming racism is weirdly like kind of different, you know? Because it's like... There's so much noise. Because... Uh, because people will say... say call, call their friends niggers and shit all the time. That was... Uh, that was the, it was the hard ER. I did not mess up. They say the hard ER. And they... It's just... And his little babies, too. They're like, oh, my God, you fucking nigger. Ah, you're not good. Why aren't you good? It's like, because I have things to do, child. You have time to perfect perfect your gaming skills. Because what do you do? You go to school. All right, Billy, I'll see you on, on, I'll see you on the game. I don't have, I don't, I won't see Billy on the game because I'm worried about bills, you know? Child, baby, got a fucking baby playing video games. We shouldn't, niggas shouldn't be able to play video games till they're like fucking, uh, fucking, uh, they graduate high school. Cause then they'll have a life and then they will be better people for it. They'll have a life already. And then, and then, you know, if they want to indulge a little bit, they won't indulge as much. I had video games really young too. I wasn't as aggressive as these kids nowadays, though. Anyway, back to the story about racism on. I was playing uh, my favorite game in the world at the time, Rainbow Six Siege. I would be on that game for fucking hours in a day. And, and you know, I was warming up a little bit. So I was playing this game mode. The game mode is called Terror's Hunt. And it's just like, you know, fucking... Uh, just robot things like you know that they were pro- the, the AI they were AIs they were programmed to if they see you you shoot they shoot back at you you know they were not they weren't real people because you can play with real people in that game but I was playing I was just warming up and I was like you know what let me go with other people because I usually go in by myself but you know let's let's go on with a, a team I'll go on with a team of people so I go into the matchmaking 
and they linked me up with some with people on the team, like a five-man team going against it. So the game loads in, and there's a guy. There's a you see you see everybody's names, and then you see a guy's name there, and his fucking name is this is my country. And I, you know, I, I wanted to, bl- I saw it and I was like, eesh, you know, that's a little weird. And, um, but you know, I brush it off cause I'm hoping that, you know, it's not a, it's not an issue. So I, uh, I brush it off, you know, and, um, we get into the game and we're, you know, we're shooting at the enemy. And then I say, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, I do this switch where I talk you know, quotations black sometimes, and then quotations white sometimes, whatever, you know, and that time I spoke quotations black, and I said, hey, hey, broski, watch your back, because there was an enemy coming to him, and, um, I wanted to help him out, you know, help him, you were a fucking team, you know, so fucking help him, and this guy says, what, are you black, and then he fucking rains me with bullets, and I was like, what? Bitch, I helped you. And then he kills me with bullets. Oh my god. This nigger, this nigger here, this and that. And he just made the I don't know, I just I just didn't I just kept loading into games and stuff and all he did the same thing and I always got him for some goddamn reason. I would load into a new get a new thing to warm up. His black ass is there again. And then every time I get into the game, he kills me. And I'm like like do you, what are you here for? You know, are you here to, to control who gets to play the game? Or are you here to play the game? Cause once a, once a black person comes into the game, are you going to just kill them the whole game? Like, that's not, is it fun for you? Like, apparently, I guess it is fun for him, but I just don't understand it. You're just an idiot. Like, I just, how about you get a game where there is no black people play a story game? If you play a story game, you don't have to see any people. You don't even have to see your own people. But you'll never have to dictate who can play the game and who's who can have fun and who can practice, you know? And I don't I never understood why people tend to live their lives that way. You're just you're just an idiot, you know? And you deserve to rot in the pits of hell. But um on that note, don't be a racist people. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you hearing all my stories. I had a lot of stories and a lot of rants in this one. And uh, I hope you'll be back for the next for next week for the next podcast. Um, thank you. And I will see you later. Deuces.